Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. And this is the Success in the New Retirement podcast with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. My name is Mark Owens, and it's all powered by Acute Wealth Advisors. All the information, you can find it at successinthenewretirement.com. As we kind of round out September and put it in the rearview mirror, it historically has been a weak month for the stock market, and this year was no different. And we've seen a little more volatility over the past few weeks. So should we be concerned? I want you to hear this clip from strategist Sean Gulaney, who helped develop this famous volatility index he tells fox business until earnings actually turn down why worry about it until the economy turns down don't worry about it the market's going to continue to do well because the economy is going to continue to grow earnings are doing great if things turn around if the economy doesn't grow at seven to ten percent it grows at five to seven percent if it goes three to five percent that's fabulous growth the economy will continue to provide companies with greater earnings greater profitability and investors who stay the course in the market will be rewarded for staying the course. All right, so he sounds pretty confident. However, what do you tell clients when they start to get a little bit nervous about this shaky market? Well, so again, number one, I would tell them it's not real shaky until it becomes shaky, right? So again, we've had some pullbacks of one or 2%. Um, we've had some pullbacks of 5% along this path, yet the market's done phenomenal. And if you stuck with an investment strategy, you're, we're heavily rewarded. So the one thing I would disagree about his comment is he's like, hey, earnings are great. You know, whether it's 7% or 3% or 5%, it doesn't matter that everything's good. And that's not totally true because again, the stock market is always forward looking. And so if the stock market is expecting growth in earnings to be 10% and it comes in at 7%, which is still phenomenal, that still means that it didn't get 3% of growth that the market thought it was going to have, which means the market would potentially pull back to accommodate for a slightly slower growth than what they were anticipating. So, you know, again, you can't just say, oh, it's growing. So that means the stock market is just going to go straight up because that is not the case. But as with all things, put together a financial strategy, make sure that you have a plan for how you're going to navigate this. And I think the the one thing I would tell people right now that's probably occurred is over the past you know 18 months, more people have entered into the stock market. There's a lot of money going into these these categories. And a lot of people, even if they had balanced their portfolio at the beginning of all this, and they said, hey, I want to have 50% stock and 50% bonds. If they pulled up their statement right now and they had not make any adjustments, they probably have 70 or 80% stock and you know 20 or 30% in bonds. And the only reason for that is your stock part of your portfolio has grown significantly where your bond portfolio has basically stayed pretty level and not had a whole lot of growth with that. And so again, a lot of people right now are probably more out balanced, not in balance with what they wanted to be invested at and they need to make some adjustments. They need to go in and rebalance and make sure that they're positioned properly so they don't have too much exposure if the stock market decides to take a dive or something else comes along with the economy that causes it to take a pause and, and the market kind of get more jittery and, and we see some pullbacks. So that's the steps people should be taking right now is have an investment strategy, but also make sure you're going in and rebalancing. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and along those lines, you know, one of the things he said is stay the course, right? Well, ask yourself, do you know what your course is, right? How many people out there that come to uh, these workshops that we put on through our nonprofit or call us from the radio or see us on TV and they come in and a lot of times I'm asking them, so, you know, what is your retirement plan? What, what is your course and are you on it? And so many of them are like, you know, that's kind of why we're here. I don't really know. 
I don't know what I'm paying in fees. I really don't know how much risk I should be taking at this stage of my life. I, I put money in my 401k lots and lots of years ago and it's grown and it's awesome. And I see it, it's at a big number right now, but we're, we're seeing some of this, you know, this last month, uh, this pullback and people are, are thinking about, they're looking at the stock market and, and ideally you're asking the question, is my portfolio on the right course? And if you don't know what that course is, if you don't have a plan, like Matt was saying, now is a spectacular time to readjust and to look at that plan and to be asking yourself, what is my plan and am I on it? Am I going to stay, you know, be retired? whether the market continues, like this gentleman was saying, in a positive direction, or whether it does correct, what's your portfolio going to do? And if you don't, if you don't have a good answer for that question and you don't know, you should be coming in and, and talking to someone like us and building that retirement plan. You know, we're looking at people at 50 and older, which still leaves some time, right, before mm -hmm. they're gonna retire and helping them build a plan that they can work in those last few years before they retire and, and building that. And now is again, a, a really good time to be looking at that. Why? Because almost everything, you know, year to date is up. Mm -hmm. So that that's your best time to be readjusting, rebalancing, making, so you're capturing some of the gains that you've gotten by maybe you, you've been overly aggressive in your portfolio or because of the growth, you're now out of balance with too much risk. Well, capture some of those gains, rebalance, balance, create a plan that's going to work based off of where you're at in your life and, and your family, right? Because everybody's plan is going to be a little bit different in what they're going to need in retirement. Mm -hmm. And so building that unique, comprehensive plan that takes into account where you're at, stage of life, what's your tax implications going to be, how you're going to build that income, you know, throw in social security, when are you going to take that and look at all those pieces. And then when you have a good plan, regardless, when the news comes on and, and you see a month like September where there's lots of volatility, you're not panicking, right? You're not in fear because you know that you've got a plan in place and you're on the right course. 480-680-6868. Again, 480-680-6868. We have a representative standing by right now to take your phone call. If you are a little nervous about the shaky market, but as Damon and Matt just said, there's no need to be, but it's a good time to take advantage of making some adjustments as needed. And Damon, for those that still feel comfortable doing this at home, the Zoom appointment's always available. Absolutely. You know, I, I met with uh, some clients just yesterday. Um, this is our second time over Zoom. You know, it, he travels a ton. So I don't know that it's so much that they don't want to come in the office, but he travels a ton. And so trying to work with that and, and get his wife also included in that conversation, we've been able to do our, our first two appointments uh, via Zoom and, and being able to present and do the analysis that we need to do. That works really well. And and then, you know, we obviously are here in the office and, and welcome welcome anyone who wants to come in to do that. And uh, we will make it comfortable for you. Uh, the office is clean. Uh, <laughs> we've got our hazmat suits and, and anything else that you might need us to wear. Uh, we're willing to do it. Um, but the important thing is look at your plans and don't put off or procrastinate that because now again is, is an excellent time to be to be reviewing those things as we go into the, the fourth quarter of the year and the end of the year and the holidays. You know, make sure that you feel good about where you're at. Um, because you're not going to want to address it during the holidays. Forbes magazine had an interesting question and they said, you know, why do so many people assume that they're not paying fees in their retirement accounts? Because 41% of adults don't think they have any fees in their 401ks. So going back to our earlier conversation, 
you know, how shocked are some of your clients or new clients or pre-retirees when they, when you point that out that yes, you are paying fees in your 401k and you know, how do they follow up? What's their next question for you? You know, I'll jump in real quick on that. So I, I was teaching a college workshop uh, this week and one of the things I asked, I said, Hey, how many of you guys have 401k? And you know, basically Every everybody that raised their hand and mm-hmm. I said, okay, so we're going to talk about fees. So how much, how many of you know how much you're paying in fees? Right. And one lady raised her hand and said, I know. And I was like, well, okay, go for it. And she's like, I don't pay any fees on my 401k. My company covers it. What a fantastic and, company. And I said, <laughs> I'd like to know where she I, works. I said, Are you hiring? Uh, 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 I, I disagree. And she's like, no, they, they said it was a benefit that they provide for 401ks. And so I took a few moments and explained to the class that a lot of times companies will explain their 401k plan as this great benefit. But all that benefit is, is that they have a plan in place with their companies that allow direct deductions from paychecks to go in. But when it goes into those investments, whatever investments have been chosen, whether it's a fidelity plan, TD plan, you know, whatever your company has chosen for the custodian of the 401k dollars, the fund or the fees associated with the funds that you choose, you are paying and they're coming out and you don't see them because all they do is reduce your returns. So if you should have received an eight, you're gonna see, oh, I made six and a half. And you don't realize that you actually paid one and a half percent in fees to get that return. And so this lady was just totally shocked. She was like, I cannot believe that. I swear HR told me that this was the benefit they provided. And I said, you know, you are not alone. That's how a lot of people think about their 401ks. And so unfortunately, that means that a lot of people leave their money in their 401ks thinking, oh, this is free money management. And it's not the case. They should be likely moving that into an IRA. They should be diversifying that. They should be doing Roth conversions. There's a lot of things that they probably should be doing, but because they think this benefit is free, they leave it there and they don't pay attention to what they're actually paying in fees, which ends up you know, really hurting them. So again, bottom line is your 401k is not a free benefit that your company is providing. There are fees associated with that. And oftentimes it's pretty surprising to people how much you actually end up paying in fees. You know, when we get our paychecks, right, we see how much we got paid and it's, it's right there in black and white. Here's mm-hmm. how much was taken out for taxes, right? Here's how much was taken out for the benefit of the 401k, but you know, it's not, there's not a line item that says now of that amount you put in, here's how much you paid in fees, right? So when people know what they're paying, then they can do something about it. And that's, that's always been our aim is to educate people that, you know, look, nothing is free in life and everybody knows that, right? So don't assume that the 401k is free either. Now, 401ks oftentimes will negotiate that in the 401k, they're not going to have front loaded or back loaded funds, you know, so you don't have that, but there's still going to be that annual expense of that mutual fund. And most of the 401ks are made up of mutual funds and mutual funds tend to be one of the more expensive vehicles. And so even within the 401k, there's some that are way more expensive than others. And so we'll go through and we'll, we'll do an analysis and we'll be able to show someone, look, you've got 20 different mutual funds and these five right here have 98% of the same holdings. So which one of these five has the least expense? And then we can compare performance. And a lot of times the one with the least expense is the one that's performing as good or better. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, understanding that and going through that process with people of showing them, here's your fees so that now it is in black and white, 
then they can make choices going forward and say, look, we want to do different. Why? Because over a retirement lifespan, which is now a lot longer than it used to be, you're potentially adding 10 years more, 15 years of retirement income by cutting your fees now, right? And not having that extra half a percent, that extra 1% in fees over that, that long period of time, it adds up to a lot of money. And so while it may be 1% we're thinking, oh, it's not a big a deal or 2%, that's not that big a deal. Over a long period of time, it adds up to hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, Matt, I want to go back to that, that educational class that you were a part of. Did y'all talk about orphan fees and, and debt account 401k fees and how many people that may have lost accounts? Because this is always a fascinating conversation that we have here on Success in the New Retirement. Well, so what they're talking about there, orphan fees and orphan accounts is again, usually when you leave an employer, if you have a certain balance in the account, they're going to want you to move that right away. If you have a certain amount, they'll let you leave it with their plan, even though you're no longer working there. And so oftentimes they don't charge you any extra fees for having it there. But again, what happens is people kind of forget about it. Mm -hmm. So in most cases, we're going to tell people when you leave an employer, you need to either bring that over to the next 401k or you need to be rolling that into an IRA. And in most cases, we're going to tell them to put it into an IRA. And the reason is, is once it's in an IRA, you can start diversifying it more. You can put it into a Roth account if you wanted to start gradually converting that. There is a lot more options for you to do that. That. And so, again, bottom line, you need to be the wise steward over your money. You need to say, okay, I left this employer. I need to take this chunk of money. I need to put it to work. And how do I do that? Well, I look at low fees. I make sure that's diversified. I look at tax benefits and you try to make it as efficient as possible, grow it as best you can so that when it comes time to use it, you've got more and Uncle Sam takes less. That is the goal. Have more. Uncle Sam takes less. Just keep saying that over and over and figure out strategies to do that. And, and you'll you'll have to find a lot of success with your with your retirement plan. Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions. Investment advisory services offered through Acute Investment Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through its affiliated company, Acute Wealth Advisors, LLC. Tax and or legal advice is not offered by either company or their affiliated companies. Consult with your tax and legal professionals for guidance on tax or legal matters. The information presented should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. All expressions of opinion are subject to change. We are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.